Hey guys, welcome to Momish Podcast. Um, so if you're new here, Momish Podcast is pretty much a platform for a community of moms. We come together, share our experiences, our journeys, our backgrounds. Um, we talk about our kids, the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny. Um, and then we just get together and chat over wine because all moms need wine, right? So I'm super excited today because um, a lot of people ask me what's my favorite part of doing the podcast. My favorite part of doing Momish is basically meeting dope moms, dope women, um, coming to the, together, having a conversation with them, and just hearing their stories, hearing their journeys, because you never know what anyone's going through or what they've been through to get to where they are um, from the outside looking in. So today, I have Adrian Russell. I'm super excited that she's here. Um, funny story, we met on Instagram. Instagram is like amazing. This 2019 <laughs> has been a great like connection board for me. So um just met her in person today. And as soon as she walked through the door, I'm like, hey, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm like super excited. I love to meet like dope women. I love to meet down to earth women and just break the stereotype that black women can't get get along. So yes. I'm gonna let her give you a background. So pretty much tell us like um a little about yourself, your uh family. Um, dynamics and what you do. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> My name is Adrian Russell. I'm the CEO of Chic Essentials Boutique, which is a women's clothing and accessories boutique inclusive. Yeah. We carry sizes small to 3XL. So we're all about inclusivity and providing timeless fashion for women in their most memorable moments. So that's just kind of a background of my um, business. Okay. As far as my family dynamic, I am married um, to my husband of 15 years. We've been together for Ooh, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, we met at Morgan State University. So, you know, that HBCU love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have three children. Uh, my son is 16 years old, Jason, and I have two daughters, Jakiah, who's 14, and Journey, who's 10 years old. Um, so me and my husband are both in the healthcare field. Our kids are heavily involved in activities, busy all the time, probably like you and many of the other moms that are listening. So, you know, I'm just, I'm out here as a, <laughs> as a mom, as a professional, as a wife, you know, um, and starting a new business. And so now stepping into that entrepreneurial space and, um, you know, just trying to make it happen, honey, just out here trying to survive. <laughs> Listen, are we all... So I have to ask, like, what um, kind of geared you towards um, starting the boutique? Yeah. So I had always been interested in fashion. It really started in high school. That's kind of when you're first starting to, you know, find yourself mm -hmm. and figure out, you know, how you're going to express yourself through fashion. And then when I got into college and, you know, I thought I had some money when I really didn't have <laughs> no money, when I was spending that refund check like an ignorant fool. Um, out there shopping with money I really didn't have. I've started to grow more and more frustrated with shopping in boutiques because I'm I'm a curvy girl. I'm five eight. I'm you know she has hips, she has thighs, she has butt, and it was really difficult walking into a lot of these boutiques that had all these fly clothes, and they were like, oh no, we only carry a size okay. eight, or um, oh no, this is a European cut. You're not gonna fit in that. Um, so I just got more and more frustrated, and I was like, you know what? I want to start my own damn store, and I want to have one that. Is going to be inclusive for most sizes where exactly. women can feel comfortable in a space when, you know, when shopping. So once I got into grad school in 2004, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to do this. I want to start my own business. I can, you know, I'm, I was a mom at the time, but only had one child, just okay. my son at that time. And I was like, yeah, I can do this. I'm a wife. You know, I'm feeling like I can conquer <laughs> the world at this point. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. Superwoman. <laughs> yes. Let me get this uh, business together, honey. And then I got pregnant again and I sat my ass right okay. on down. <laughs> 
I said, uh, I will not be doing anything because I have two babies and how the hell am I going to make this happen? So um, 10, 12, 13 years later of making excuses last year, I said, I'm tired of this mess. I'm starting this business. I've held off for too long. I walked in the room. My husband was watching um, football. I was saying to another young lady that I was talking to not that long ago, I was like, my husband's one of those crazy sports fanatics. Yes. I don't know if your husband is yes, too. Yes, Honey, I don't get a season off. Like, it's football, soccer, this, that. I'm like, you watch lacrosse? <laughs> Negro, I didn't even know you watched lacrosse. <laughs> so anyway, he's watching every sport. So I walked in during football season. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm starting this business. I'm tired of making excuses. This is something I want to do for me. I've been wanting to do it. And he's like, all right, let's go. Let, mm -hmm. Let's do it. So um, I launched in April and and here I am. So it's been a labor of love. It's been something I have been thinking about for years before the Instagram days. And I'm just so happy that, you know, I've been able to launch the business and the support has been overwhelming. So I'm super thankful. That's and I get amazing. to meet people like you. Okay. <laughs> Listen, first of all, cheers to um, stepping out on fear. Mm -hmm. I find that. And cheers to not procrastinating anymore. Yes. Because that is going to be clean. <laughs> And by the Cheers. way, we are being bad moms, judge your mother. We are having Please some day drinks, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and mine almost gone, so I'm you can really judge your mother. <laughs> But cheers to supportive husbands. Like, yes. I just told her I'm so excited when I get wives and moms on here. Like, yeah. I love every mom. But when I get the wives, I'm like, yes, honey. Because we like connect on a whole different level, y'all. Yes. <laughs> it, it's a different dynamic. Of, of, and you have to navigate a lot. It's, so you, you just, you grow. You have a, a greater appreciation yes. for it. When you meet so like you. going to um, your husband and him just being like, okay, let's do it. Right. Like, I, I that's so dope to me. Like, yeah. that's exactly how mama started. I was like, hey, I want to do this. I want to <laughs> just do a podcast. He was like, okay, boo. He's like, okay, <laughs> okay. He's like, okay, goes with the flow. Yeah. Um, so, um, your full-time job, she has a full-time job, guys. She's, she is a... So I work in the pharmaceutical industry. So my training, I'm a pharmacist by okay. training. So I went to HU, to Howard University for grad. And I got Another my, HU? Yes. <laughs> I'm HBCU educator, honey. And my husband, he went to Morgan State for all of his degrees. But I, um, I got my doctorate degree in pharmacy okay. from Howard University. So I was in community pharmacy for like 10 years and mm -hmm. worked in the community. I've always loved like interacting with people and helping people patience and helping people and building relationships that's always been a strength of mine yeah so I kind of combine that with my love of fashion and that's also why I launched the boutique but right now I moved into the pharmaceutical industry and I'm actually doing education in immunology so I work with physicians and nurse practitioners and physician assistants and other providers and I educate them kind of on the science behind the assets that Ooh. that our pharmacy carries yeah I'm tired I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd <laughs> I'm tired <but> <laughs> I'm a nerd. I got look. I have a doctorate in pharmacy, but I also got a PhD in fashion. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm listening to her talking. She's just like spinning out. I'm like, yo, okay. So she's a mom. She's a wife. She does this. She has full time. She has the boutique. Like, how do you manage to balance it all full circle? It's it's so funny that you asked that because the 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 honest answer to that question because I'm gonna give y'all the real <laughs> is the shit is hard. <laughs> It's difficult and I don't always do a great job at it, yeah. right? That's the reality. I have those days where I'll, I'm like, I killed it today. I, you know, I 
got all of everything on my checklist done for work. Mm -hmm. I came home, I cooked dinner, you know, kissed the husband, we gave him his attention. <laughs> the babies are happy. Everyone's, you know, everyone's in place. And I'm like, yeah, I killed it today. I did a great job. Then I have days where I'm like, you suck today. Yeah. You didn't get anything done. You didn't execute anything. You were laying around. Like, what were you doing? And the beauty of my job is that I'm able to work from home yeah. and I also work in the field. So I, I make my schedule, which is awesome. It's allowed me the flexibility to start my own business. But you have to be diligent and focused yeah. and, you know, you have to be plugged in. And sometimes I have those days where I'm not plugged in. Yeah. You know, sometimes I have those days where I don't feel beautiful or I don't feel you know, like I can conquer the world. So I think it's a balance of learning to not be so hard on myself. Yeah. I can be extremely self-critical. Always have been. Do you, do you share no, that? No, that? I do share that. Yeah. So I can be extremely self-critical. So that's something that I'm learning to kind of just be a little bit more easy on myself and give myself more grace. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. Um, yeah. This week alone has hit me multiple times and I'm just like, uh, like this, this, podcast is the first one since i think last month oh hey i'm the rebound podcast okay listen rebound. and came back with a bang though <laughs> yes okay? man but uh i was just like like you said i got in that funk and i was yeah. just like oh i'm gonna do it next week i'm gonna do it next week yeah and i just like loved when you reached out originally and i was just like yes like I want to get her on there. Um, I also follow your page. Um, I think the boutique is bomb. Thank uh, you. I think the prices are bomb. Thank you. So, moms, if you're listening, check out her Instagram, Cheeky yes. Central Boutiques, because uh, um, it's good to treat yourself. Yes. Like especially this time of year, I mm -hmm. feel like everything, every dollar that I'm spitting out is for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's also this idea around, and I was talking to another friend that's a mom and a wife also, that there's this idea of that once you become a mom, you can't be sexy anymore, right? right? You can't be cute anymore. Ooh, I live for days. God nights. forbid, you're, are you still having sex? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, you can't be this sexual being anymore. And it's like, hello, you were a sexual being. That's how you got them kids, exactly. right? Like, So that doesn't mean that your life is over. Like, yes, now your priorities have shifted a bit, mm -hmm. right? But- you still have to make time for you and your husband to have that, you know, couple time and you have to have me time. Yes. Um, so I, I just, I think that it's okay. We don't need to feel guilty about wanting to be sexy. And like you said, wanting to treat ourselves or wanting to dress a certain way. Mm -hmm. I have some friends, and I don't know if y'all listening, I'm talking about you if you listening, Ooh, that <laughs> think that like, oh, I'm a mom now. I can't wear that fitting, that fitted dress anymore. I can't dress this way. I may be viewed, you know, to the world in this particular light. And it's just like, girl, do you. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. Who told you that because you were, you're a mom, you can't show, still show a little bit of leg? A little bad. Or just, a, you know, a little cleavage. Yes. I'm not saying go out and, and look like you walk in the streets. Exactly. But you can still, you can still be sexy. There's nothing wrong with that. Because, okay, so touching on that, um, I get a lot of messages of like friends or Instagram followers like, oh, I love your balance. I love how y'all make time for date night. Yeah. How are, and then some people are like, how are you out? Like you get more nights out. And I'm like, it's all balance. Yeah. Like my me time is usually my husband has the kids mm -hmm. and I'm going out with my girls. Yep. Usually my sisters most likely. Yeah. Um, and having a good time. Or if we're having date night, 
Thank mm-hmm. God for grandparents. Yes, thank We have the grandparents and we just make that time. Like you said, it's important to be husband and wife and be ourselves outside of those kids. Right. So, um, or you lose yourself. You, you hear, lose, exactly. You hear the stories about when the kids leave the nest and then the parents are looking at each other like, wait a minute, who wait, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't seen you in the last 20 Not years interested. because I've been only focused on the kids. <laughs> right. What? What? You getting on my nerves, actually. Get on, get up out of my face. Yes. Yeah. You don't want that to happen. It, I yeah. don't want that to happen. And then sometimes I find it helpful uh, to do like staycations. Yes. And if we're just in the area, just go to a hotel because mm-hmm. if we're in this house, sometimes. Yep. unnecessary arguments or debates can happen yep. or who didn't do what you're looking right. at the kids stuff and it's like who put that handprint on the wall okay. who didn't sweep the floor you start thinking about things that have nothing to yes. do with yeah it's good to get out of this common environment so um because i got a wife y'all i'm excited <laughs> what are your um what are your takeaways or your tips on how you and your husband balance your relationship because 15 years is goals we're coming up on five years so okay of course that, that's, getting a big, that's, that's a big them, that's, five is a big, that's a big year yeah i would say um i mean a lot of what we already discussed just making each other a priority mm-hmm. which i'm sure you already do it just a lot of times you have to end up scheduling things and People don't like the idea of scheduling things, right? Because it doesn't sound sexy. Mm-hmm. You want to be, you know, off the cuff and spontaneous. And it's like, okay, sis, you're not 18 anymore. You can't <laughs> jump on the back of a motorcycle and ride off into the sunset. That was cute when you didn't have no kids. <laughs> but now you have kids and unfortunately you have to schedule things. But it, it, when you schedule it, then you carve out that time. So I think if you carve out that time, that's important. So when he comes home from work, he usually gets home later than I am because okay. I, I had that flexibility. So he'll come home. We kind of get the kids situated with dinner. And then we kind of have our time to unwind and talk about like whatever happened for the day. You okay. know, like maybe it was something to stress you out at work or or a lot of times we try not to even talk about work. We'll talk about something totally mm-hmm. different. Like, you know, we might sit there on the couch and laugh at memes all night, whatever yeah. it looks like. We try to create that time for us. It might only be 30 to 45 minutes or, or an hour mm-hmm. because of how busy we are and with our kids having activities. But we at least carve out that time. And then we try to do date night at least once every other week. It doesn't always happen every week only because okay. the kids have activities and stuff. So at least twice a month. Okay. Um. So just carving out time, whatever it looks like. Like you said, whether it's a walk in the park, whether it's a staycation, it doesn't always have to be extravagant. extravagant. And I had to learn that too, because mm-hmm. when we were younger and, and you know the kids were younger and the grandparents were always, always swooping in <laughs> to one thing, we, I was like, well, shit, let's go to Mexico. Let's go here. Let's go to the Bahamas. You know, you think you can just hop on a plane. But as they get older, I think people think, oh, it's going to get easier when the kids mm-hmm. get older. But it gets more difficult because they're, they're involved in even more things and they're you know committed and dedicated some more so instead of you changing pampers now you drive into practice three to four times right. a week so it's just a different level of commitment okay um so i would just say carve out time and make sure that when you carve it out you commit to it and you don't you know break that promise or that rule or whatever that you all have Ooh. <laughs> okay she did mm-hmm. first of all i just shared a, a, a tear a mom tear so i thought as they got older it got easier i mean i'll but, say maybe it depends on the kids but i'll say with mine i don't feel like it got bit it didn't get easier it just it changed right yeah. it shifted in a different way but i don't feel like i have like more of my time back. Right. it's just now carved out in a different way yeah so my hope is that the boys are like drift to my husband mm. as they get older. Now, see, you, <laughs> have just, you have two of the same yeah. sex. So that might, the girl, that might work out. That might work out. You can be like, y'all boys go and do, you okay. know, go do some man stuff. I'm going to go over here get my nails done. 
Which I, I need to do today. <laughs> girl, mine is a mess too. But no, I got two girls looking at me and my son looking at me. So I'm like, damn, I can't play the, the gender games. Shoot. I know. Oh, okay. So um, speaking of that, since mm-hmm. you're my first episode since this has happened, mm-hmm. I've been dying to hear someone's opinion who had a girl on the yeah. T.I. situation. Yeah. Um... I think that it was it's totally inappropriate. Okay. I mean, in my opinion, I think that that is just totally crossing the line. I understand that he wants to be protective, mm-hmm. you know, of his daughter, um but that's just in my opinion, that's not the way that you should communicate with your kids. And she's grown. Yeah. Isn't she like 20? She's I don't eight. know all the details. I she's think an she's adult, like 18 right? Now. So she's an adult, but even if she was a child, like come on, check in to see if her hymen and it's not I mean, just from a scientific standpoint, her hymen cannot be broken right. and she still and could have lost her virginity. Exactly. It's just, to me, it's ignorant. But that's just my opinion. I yeah. feel like it's, in this day and age, or just in general, it's important to just be an open book with your kids mm-hmm. and be able to have a discussion with them and they should feel comfortable enough to come to you about anything. And that's how I, how I am with my kids. Like, even when they were young age, we never did like, oh, you know, we didn't use fake words for their private exactly. parts. Right. That's your vagina. That's your penis. Yes. That's your, like, we didn't play those type of games. Mm-hmm. And even now when they have questions, we're just an open book. You can ask whatever you want. We can talk about whatever. I think that's just the best way to be, but to, it's, you don't want to violate the, right. their privacy and their space. I just feel like that's too much. Yeah. Like going to the doctor's office and what were you standing over her while her legs were in the stirrups? Well, like what exactly he happened? wasn't in the office. He was in the waiting room. And her mother was there. And, and she does. And she disagrees. Right. From what I, I mean, I saw them on uh, yeah, uh, Jada yes, on Red right. Table Talk. Yeah. And she didn't seem to approve of much of what he was saying. But yet she's still putting up with the foolishness. I'm not understanding. So this isn't Tiny's daughter. This is his daughter from another woman. Oh, so see how much mom I know. was there. Okay. Um, he said that this was a regularly scheduled appointment and he was just there for support. Um, it came out the wrong way, blah, blah, blah. But. He fit, yeah, though? so he feels like, oh, he's just being, how far is he not supposed to go as a dad? Right. Um, And I get it. But I get that he's protective I get that he's over protective. his daughter, yeah. but yeah, It nah. was a bit much for it's me. It's a no for me. Because, yeah. <laughs> it's a no for me. Like, I didn't even want my mom, like. Yeah. And, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, and, I, and, and to be honest, on my end, like, when I did lose my virginity, like, my mother didn't know about it. I didn't talk to her about oh, it. Oh, heck no. I probably should have, but I didn't. I you didn't know? either. And, you know, that's something that we have to think about with, with our kids, too. You hope that they'll be honest enough to come to us, but you have to know that there's a possibility that they may not. Right. share everything with us we remember when we were teenagers so we can't i think it's hilarious how a lot of um parents my age mm-hmm. will try to act like you weren't once that age like you know that when you were 13 or 14 or whatever your ass was off the hook so why are you trying to act so surprised when it's your kids now and they make a mistake okay. like come on cut it out you're more concerned about how you look to other parents and uh-huh. how you look to other people you don't want other people to know that your kid got into trouble or your son or daughter did this. So you, you're more concerned about what people right. think about exactly. you as opposed to communicating with your child. That needs to be your focus. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, I just say keep the doors of communication open and, you know, try to teach them the right thing, morals and values. And then from that girl, it's a whole lot of praying. 
I mean, I'm sure that's what my mother and Ooh, father were doing. They were praying. I'm telling when you. I stepped out the door to go hang out with friends, they were praying <laughs> that I was going to make the right choice. And sometimes I did, and sometimes, sometimes I, I didn't. didn't. <laughs> and the same thing will probably happen with my kids, and that's just the reality. It is. It is. Especially having a teenager. Yes. Two, um, teenagers. two teenagers. I have a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. Your house is very interesting. There. And then now, social media. Social media. Like, we didn't have that when we were growing up. So, I'm thinking, I think, like, half of us probably wouldn't have our good government jobs if the social media okay. social media was around Listen. when we were growing up. So, it, it's so much that, that happens in social media. So, trying to monitor that, but then still give them their space and their independence. Because when you violate mm-hmm. that, the then, it, then, yeah, then the child will just mm-hmm. rebel. So, it, it's you really have to walk that line you know, a parenting and make sure you're, you're overseeing kind of what's going on, but then still giving them their space to grow and become, you know, an individual and find out who they are too, as a, as a, as a person. So, yeah, listen, (laughs) okay. Cause I'm nervous. I'm, I really am nervous. I thought I would be more nervous if I had girls, but I'm more nervous because I have boys because I feel like the boys, like I said, will probably drift more. So like my oldest is already super, super close to my husband. Mm-hmm. And he shared with him that he has a girlfriend. And I was like, you're six? He don't got no girlfriend. <laughs> but they're hearing in these mind, things yeah. in school. And they're they're just, this generation is just growing up faster than what we grew up to me. Yeah. In my, in my like view of things. Yeah. I think it feels that way. It feels, but it I don't, feels yeah, that way. it feels that way. And I think a lot of it is because of social media and how things are highlighted but I don't know if that's necessarily the truth Mm -hmm. like when I think about things that I'm just saying us in general Mm -hmm. our generation did like we were doing a whole lot of grown ass shit too that we shouldn't have been doing but I just feel like now it's highlighted just like how they say social media doesn't change you it just exposes you yeah so I think now it's just up front and people are doing things for likes and for attention and for visibility when back then people were doing it, maybe they didn't care as much about that because the platform, you know, didn't exist. But you were trying to maybe get someone's attention, but it wasn't for likes. Exactly. So I think it's just different. Um, so yeah, it, it it's definitely social media is is um there's pros to it and then, and and then there's cons. cons. Yeah, definitely. So moving on to the social media um network. Yeah. Um so Here's my thing. So it's it's so difficult keeping up with social media, mm-hmm. like constantly posting, constantly making a oh presence. Um, and then for me, having two pages, it's like, whoo. Yeah. And then I feel like, oh, I'm posting the same thing on both pages. So should I just combine? So what are yeah. what are your thoughts on having the separate pages? Well, I have separate pages too because I always had my personal page. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, and we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. uh, earlier about the fact that I'm an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. So I love interacting with people. However, when I get in like groups, I get scared, want to run in the corner. So I never was like a big person on social media. Like I barely had any followers as a personal follower. It's like I, I'm one of those people that only accept friend requests yeah. from friends. <laughs> I didn't have a public page. I wasn't friending anybody, you know. So. I still have my private page and I have my business page. So I'm in the process now of thinking more about the branding and whether or not I want to kind of start working on my personal brand. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it's still cool to have two separate pages. Okay. Um, I, I There's people I speak to that are out there, you know, gurus or whatever on social media. that will say you should just have one page because there's nothing you should post on your business pages. You should be able to post on right. your personal page. But I kind of feel like it should be separate mm-hmm. only because, well, for my, at least in my industry, because on my business page, I'm going to be posting more 
things associated with fashion or right. products that I'm offering. But on my personal page, you're going to have a little bit more insight into my world. Mm -hmm. So you might see pictures of my kids and my husband or me on date night or me doing whatever okay. I'm doing. And I may give you a little hint of that on my on my business page, maybe in my stories or something mm -hmm. like that. But you're not going to get that on the actual timeline. Okay. On the, so I think it's still good to have two. two but pages. And I think the whole idea of like posting the same stuff. So what? Like, I, I think it, it's still part of you. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't I know for me. If I see you post momish stuff on, on the key lay page, it don't it doesn't bother me yeah. at all because it's part of you. It's your brand. So you can sprinkle it throughout there, but it shouldn't be like all of your brand on your personal right. page if you're gonna have it separate. If you sprinkle it throughout there, so then so be it. If you post a story saying, Hey, today I'm running around doing all this stuff for the momish podcast, that's what you're doing. That's still your personal exactly. life, but it's also your brand because you have a business. Ooh, I'm telling you. It's becoming overwhelming. <laughs> it's, it's a lot though. I'm it, like it is. okay. The consistency is definitely key. And one thing that has helped me a lot because, you know, I did, you do all this research, right? Mm -hmm. Before you like launch a business or a platform, you're like, I'm going to try to know as much as I can. But when you get out there, really the knowledge comes from the experience mm -hmm. and it comes from mentorship. So one thing that helped me a lot um, and not to like plug anyone on the podcast, but I did a mentorship program with Ronnie Brown through Girl CEO and that really helped me a lot. Like it's still helping me even now after the course. No, that is, is a over. plug. <laughs> I, I'm Ronnie, I'm you not, are the it's shit a plug girl, because you are right I'm now, not um I love supporting black women, love supporting mompreneurs. And I recently followed her this year, probably like a couple months She's ago. Like everything. And I didn't know who she was, but everybody kept tagging her. And so you just naturally go to mm -hmm. the person page and I went to her page and I'm like scrolling. Right. But when I had Quintino on here, uh -huh. she, she mentioned talked about her it. As She's well. the bomb. And I'm like, okay, 2020 goal. That's going to be a 2020 yeah, goal. You she, know? I mean, she definitely is. And she's super down to earth. Like mm -hmm. you say, you like connecting with down to earth mom. She's down to earth. She gives you the real deal. And that, that's my type of woman. Like someone that's just will give it to you straight, a straight shooter. Don't be, you know, I don't want the fluff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the fluff like at all. I want like straight, no chaser. And that's how she is. And she really helps you and provides you with the tools that you need to kind of, you know, execute your goals and take your business to the next level. So I would say the mentorship is, is really important. Invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard because you just start now and you like, I don't really know if I should commit this level of money right now, but it's worth every single penny because she has years and years of knowledge mm -hmm. and she's sitting down and basically giving you game. Yeah. Something that would take you years to acquire yeah. and you're getting that, from her in a short period of time. And she's super engaging. Um, so yeah, I would say that that has been one, one of the single things that have helped me the most thus far. I still have work to do yeah. and I still need to kind of go back and re-listen to some of the information yeah. because she, she'll, <laughs> she gives you a lot of information. She does not play. She's the real deal, but it has helped me so much just in confidence and being a business owner and just kind of how to navigate my business and what steps to take moving forward and how I can set goals for 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so check out Ronnie Brown, y'all. If y'all not yes, following her, girl CEO. And at girl CEO. I'm actually wearing one of her sweatshirts right now. Okay. Out, out my, my feelings, feelings in my, in my bag. bag. <laughs> out my feelings in my bag. Twenty. Yes. Double vision. Oh my lord. Okay. Just manifesting it all. What uh, what's coming up for you um, with your business? 
mm-hmm. in 2020, Chic Essential Boutiques. Because first of all, let me just put my plug in. <laughs> uh, Momish Day Camp will be coming back this year. I'm super excited hey. for the second one. And I would love to have Chic Essential Boutiques there. Okay. Um, so I'm putting my plug now on the podcast so we all got it on record, y'all. <laughs> but no, what is coming up for you in uh, 2020? Um, So I don't want to put everything out there because okay. some of the stuff, you know, I have to kind of keep close to the vest. Definitely. But um, for Chic Essentials Boutique, I definitely am going to be doing more live events. Okay. Um, Like I said before, I'm really big with connecting with people and I, I want to be able to connect with my customers, not just, you know, everything is so like over the internet and on Instagram and DM and everyone. I want to be able to connect with people and touch them and hug them and say hello. And so definitely have some live events coming up. My one year anniversary from when I launched the boutique will be in April. Okay. So I definitely plan on doing a big event for that. Um, we're going to be, we have some partnerships and collabs that are coming up that I'm not going to put out there yet. Um, but I'm, I'm manifesting it already in my mind. Um, we have awesome, you know, big sales goals that are, that are coming up. So this first six to seven months was just me really planning and trying to kind of find my way. So this year I'm going to be executing, yes. you know, a lot of goals that I kind of already had written down and things that I've kind of been dreaming of and ideas that I've had in my head. I'm going to start putting those, you know, into action. Okay. Um, so that's what I'll say thus far. We probably have some other things coming up, but you know, I'm going to keep it on the hush hush. Right yes. <laughs> so we're, first of all, we're going to be, in agreement with everything that you have planned. Oh, thank and you. And all of your um, goals. <laughs> and of course, you all are invited. Mama's podcast yes. is going to be there at any event. Yeah. First of all, I need to come <laughs> in. Is the So is the boutique like, it's strictly online? It's online right now. Okay. Great question. Yes, yeah, so I launched in April. So right now it's online. I okay. don't have a storefront. I am potentially working on a showroom. That's something that may be coming in 2020. Okay. Um, I do do a large amount of vending events. I mm-hmm. try to do a good amount of that because I understand that a lot of women want to be able to touch and feel mm-hmm. the product or the you know merchandise or the clothing. So I totally get that. So I do um, post on my page those different vending events that okay. I'll go to. Um, and also, if you all go to my page on my website, www.chicessentialsboutique.com, you can sign up for the emailing list okay. and you'll get updates on, you know, sales and new arrivals. And if there's any vending events or things like that, that I'll be, um, okay. I'll be at. Subscribe. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so super excited. I'm so thankful that you were able to make it today. Um, we are still day drinking guys. Yes. And this feels so bomb to just drink wine during the day. Yes. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Meanwhile, I got to pick my child up in a couple yes. hours. That's okay. It'll wear off by then. <laughs> It'll wear off. Definitely pulling up like the bad mom. Um, but I'm just super thankful for you coming today. Um, this won't be your last time on the podcast. Yay! Um, definitely have some things in the works for 2020 as well. Um, like you said, planning and we're just going we're gonna execute this year. Um, but definitely women supporting women. Um, check out her Instagram at Chic Essentials, Essentials Boutique. Boutique. Um, and she already gave you the website. Be sure to follow her. Check out some of those dope pieces. I'm definitely going to be wearing something soon. Mm-hmm. I'm, listen, okay, date night. Yes, okay. Um, date night pieces. But yeah, my new mom friend. Listen, <laughs> hey. hey, y'all 
y'all see us cutting up at a happy hours on demand. Right, mind your business and don't be judging us. And thank you so much. I want to thank you for creating this this type of platform for moms and wives. There's not many out there, and I was again so elated when I found you and stumbled across your Instagram page, and I was like, oh, girl. Can I come on? Like, you know, and that's the other thing for business owners out there, people out there promoting your brand. Don't be too prideful to reach out to someone and connect with someone and let them know how they've impacted you, because we never know how you how we impact others. Mm -hmm. Right. Reach out. Let people know, like, hey, I think you're dope. I think your podcast is dope. Would you mind having me as a guest? What do you think? The worst thing they could say is no, right? And mm-hmm. oftentimes they're not going to say no. They're going to be totally flattered that you reached out to them, and the answer will probably be yes. And who knows what that could lead to? Which I was, I was <laughs> definitely flattered. Like, oh my gosh! I, and I told my husband everything first. So I'm like, oh my gosh, she wants to come on the podcast. And I, uh, FYI, I do the podcast outside of my living room until you know things happen. <laughs> um, so I'm, That's I am awesome, very man. specific, but I think I have a very like discernment when it comes to people yes me too um and so i was just like no she's cool like yeah we've had you can, like, we've been talking for, energy exactly right? yeah. we've been talking for a while on yeah. instagram yep. and Back we and finally forth. exchanged uh-huh. numbers which i thought was hilarious because she was like girl we look like we sneaking in each other right DMs. exactly See, right so my husband will look at like who you dming what's all these dms what's this uh uh-uh, what's going on up here <laughs> but yes you never know the connection that it can make because like i said hashtag new mom friend yes and you can't be bringing just any energy in your house okay uh-uh no, no, not at all. <laughs> no, no, don't not at all. Here. So super excited um, for everything that's coming up in 2020, guys. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned to all the black girl magic, all the black mom magic that's mm-hmm. about to be happening. Um, yeah. So until next time. Mm-hmm. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>